Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. How's it going, everybody? Taylor Raglan, sports reporter for the Plano Star Courier. Um, out here at Kimber Stadium where it was a uh, different game but the same story for Plano East. Uh, the Panthers fall to 0-3 uh, with a 36-14 loss to Saxe. Um, you know, though the game and, and especially the second half wouldn't really kind of, uh, you know, indicate that final score. Uh, Plano East was down 23-0 at halftime to the Mustangs after another um, sloppy, uh, mistake-filled first half. Um, and that proved to be just too big of a hole to dig out of, um, you know, for a young Plano East team, really just, like I said, more of the same, um, you know, Saxe, I mentioned that 23 to nothing lead and nine of those points in the first half came from directly from East miscues. It wasn't like, you know, interception return for a touchdown, a fumble picked up and returned for a touchdown. Um, you know, one was a snap on a, uh, a punt attempt, uh, that just went out of the end zone uh, behind punter Ben Woodard for Plano East uh, that resulted in a safety, uh, two of those points. And then, um, you know, the defensive touchdown for Saxe in the first half was, you know, a pitch that, that got away from uh, junior quarterback Dylan Hayden trying to get it to Trey Jones-Scott, um, you know, backed in tight. The pitch gets away, rolls into the East end zone, uh, and it's covered up by the Mustangs for a defensive score. And, you know, that combined with, with two touchdowns on offense for Saxe, you know, and some more ineptitude in the first half, uh, at least for the East offense, was, you know, as I mentioned, just too big of a hole. And it, it's really hard to get a read on, you know, what Plano East might really be. Um, because in the second half, it was a totally different story. Second half, Plano East eventually wins the half 14-13. to 13. Um, You know, obviously, that's that's not going to dig you out of a 23-0 hole, but they did win the second half. Um, you know, each each team scored twice. Saxe missed an extra point, um, you know, to uh, to uh, end up with 13 instead of 14. But the Plano East offense looked better. Um, junior Dylan Hayden that I mentioned, you know, he ran wild in the second half, several really long runs. Um, I think he ended the night with double the production of Jones Scott, you know, who's really supposed to be their workhorse. Dylan Hayden finished the night with 143 yards uh, and a touchdown on 19 carries. Trey uh, Jones Scott had 24 carries for 72, uh, 72 yards uh, and a touchdown. And that touchdown was a one-yard run that was set up, you know, by a drive that that Hayden led and, and really kind of featured in with some long keepers. Um you know, he's a gamer. I think that Hayden was really the bright spot uh, on offense for East, uh, particularly in the second half. But, you know, too little too late. You know, East in the first half, um, you know, couldn't move the balls effectively, obviously didn't get in the end zone. Uh, and like I said, that hole was just too big. The other, you know, the other bright spot I would say in general is, uh, you know, was the East defense. The East defense, you know, looked fine. The East defense looks competitive. Um, you know, it looks like it belongs. It looks like, you know, Saxe head coach, uh, Red Barons after the game said it was one of the best they've seen, um, you know, all year early in, in uh, 2019 through three games of non-district play. Uh, Plano East eventually uh, ended the game out gaining Saxe, 283 total yards of offense to 226. Um, Al had more first downs, 17 to 15, more rushing yards, 200 to 113, you know, pretty much everything except the passing yards. And that was 113 for Saxe and 83 for East. You know, East 
the, the defensive unit really shut Saxy down. East had two interceptions um, to win the turnover battle, two to one. Saxy got a late fumble when, you know, it didn't really matter. Um, but yeah, the East defensive unit looks really good. Um, and, and honestly, barring the special teams miscues, um, both the ones that show up on the scoreboard and in the form of the touchdown and the safety and the ones that, that don't because that Saxe was working with a really short field several times after uh, Sean Coleman in particular for the Mustangs uh, had a couple of really long kickoff returns, one of like 45 yards and one of 30, I think, uh, including on a late onside kick that, that was just total busted coverage and he ran down to like the 19. Um, you know, so East special teams and offense really let down the defense, you know, from, from watching that game tonight because the defense did enough for them to be in that game. They did enough for the Panthers to be in that game. Um, you know, I think by far, um, you know, even head coach Joey McCullough kind of said something similar. You take away those nine points in the first half for even 14, nothing, um, you know, East comes out and scores 14 in the second half. Saxe, you know, scores 13. There's probably a moment in there where, you know, maybe it's a one score game, 21, 14, you know, things could be a little different. The play calling change. I mean, there, there are a lot of factors that, you know, obviously didn't come to pass because of the mistakes in the first half. Um, you know, but like I said, you know, the, the overall theme, I guess, on defense is, uh, you know, that the Plano East unit played well enough. Uh, for the for the team to get a win, had the offense and and especially the special teams. The special teams were terrible um, tonight. Uh, you know, had they shown up, um, you know, we could be talking about a really different football game. But you know, that's pretty much East, uh, it. I should say from the from the Plano East side of things, just more inconsistency. Um, still haven't put an entire four quarters of football together uh, yet on the year. It's really been in the second half. Um, you know, they've won or, or tied, I think, in every second half that they've played so far. So that's clearly not the problem, but it's that consistency and getting that young team to show up, particularly on offense and on special teams in the first half, and not dig themselves, you know, a 20-plus point hole that's just impossible to get out of. Because um, District 96A will punish you for that. Um, there's some really good teams at the top of that district, especially, obviously, Allen Prosper with a, a real statement game tonight against Flower Mound. Um, you know, there's some teams that are really going to punish you for that kind of, uh, that kind of mistakes. Cause Saxe's offense, you know, getting into the Mustangs point of view, I, I wasn't particularly impressed with the Saxe offense. You know, like I mentioned, 226 yards, uh, 15 first downs, only 113 yards on the ground. None of that really says to me that, that they should have won this game, um, you know, by as much as they did, and that they should have scored 36 points. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Um, it was, it was back to a two quarterback rotation, between Parker Wells and Xavier Foreman, who was healthy this week uh, after an illness last week. Xavier Foreman, four for six, 42 yards, two touchdowns, which ironically, or not ironically, but just funny um, that they came on his first two passes. Uh, And then Parker Wells, 10 for 16 for a touchdown, uh, 71 yards, and the two interceptions were both um, by Parker Wells uh, that the East defense had. So, you know, nothing really particularly impressive. Nobody on Saxe, Parker Wells led the team in rushing with like 39 yards, uh, they really spread the ball out, you know, as far as getting carries. But, you know, like I said, nothing really impressed me about Saxe tonight, you know, other than, you know, obviously winning football games is is winning football games, and it doesn't really matter how you get it done. You know, but at the same time, it was – I think this game had a lot more to do with East's shortcomings and the mistakes by the Panthers and the things that East did wrong than what Saxe did right. Yeah, Saxe's got momentum. You know, yeah, Saxe's 2-1 and one now. They played with U.S. Trinity and their only loss, lost by two. I think Saxe's a good program. I think that, you know, they're, you know, among the, the, the very top tier in their district. 
Um, you know, the Mustangs are, are fine, but you know, this is a win that was brought about more, I think, by East's ineptitude and, and the terrible first half that Plano East had um, than anything specific that Saxe did. You know, Saxe was solid enough and, like I mentioned, you know, obviously good enough to win, um, but Plano East was just so bad in that first half, so bad, uh, particularly, like I said, offense and special teams that, you know, the the Panthers just really never had a chance to to dig out of it. So, um, you know, that'll shut the door on, on the ones that, that quote-unquote don't matter. You know, it's district playtime. Um, you know, Saxe, uh, you know, I think opens with Wiley, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and that should be a good one. You know, a Wiley program that's, uh, you know, continually, uh, perennially a, a contender. Um, should tell Saxe a lot about, you know, where, um, you know, the Mustangs are at heading into district play. Um, you know, and I think that certainly they have some momentum, obviously a lot more momentum than they did going into district last season, I think at 0-3 before, you know, making a turnaround in district play and, and making the postseason. Um, but man, for East, it's it's kind of do or die time. You know, not it's not really because district play is, is what gets you into the postseason. You know, they could turn it around and finish five and five or six and four and be maybe looking at a postseason spot. I mean, who knows? But, you know, I think if you're playing O East, um, heading into this first week of district play, you really got to show that, you know, you can put together some, some consistent performances. You know, you're going to get a McKinney Boyd team that, um, you know, has, has had a couple down games, but should be improved. Um, you know, obviously a new regime over there, uh, for the Broncos and, and, you know, that's, that's going to be a test. You know, I think that, uh, that game could end up being more competitive uh, than than people might give it credit for, but only if Plano East shows up from the opening kickoff, which they the Panthers have not done that yet. Um, so, is it possible that that East uh, kind of leans on that defense and and maybe they found something in Dylan Hayden um, and, and he can kind of help uh, get that offense going earlier in games and be a little more consistent as he continues to settle in? Sure, it's possible, um, you know, but but it's it's going to be. It's going to be time for East, I think, to show it pretty soon, or or you'll get buried, um, you know, in a district nine six a that's that's going to take no uh, take no prisoners, um, you know, typically very competitive and, and tough football and, and all that good stuff, all those cliches. But uh, yeah, that's it from Kimber Stadium tonight. More of the same for Plano East. Can't put a full uh, full game together. Um, special teams and offensive mistakes in the first half uh, really just kind of doomed them uh, in a thirty six to fourteen loss to Saxe. Uh, so that'll be it. Uh, I will talk to you guys next week. District play starting up. Uh, check out our, our previews, podcasts, uh, recaps from tonight, more rapid reactions, highlights, everything you could want from uh, week three of Texas high school football and moving into week four uh, on sorrowcommedia.com. And I will talk to you guys later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? 
Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.